Well, good morning, everybody. Welcome back to the Move Podcast, brought to you each and every day this summer by Ketone IQ. We're almost done today. Stage 20. Alain, what did we do? Stage 20. Belfort to Le Marstin Fellering. <laughs> Belfort to Le Marstin Fellering. And we're getting, we get I comments like, from French folks that, are, that they don't think it's funny that I think it's funny. I like how he Frenchified the German name. I know. Well, <laughs> it, it, this part of France. Is that a word, is, Frenchified? It's, it's, a, it's an interesting part of France, the, the, the Alsace up there. It's very, you know, it, there's a lot of German influence in, in um in the language and some of the words you saw the the last hard climb. I mean, that's, that would look like a German climb to me, but anyways, uh, fantastic stage win from Tadej Pogacar. He, 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 you know, he called the corner pocket and he hit it in. I mean, that was, in fact, George made money on made, Tad- made a little paper. So Mr. Pogacar, thank you. George finally made a little money. Yep. Um, let's get into all the action, but before we do today's show brought to you by element, it is time to sweat. It's summertime. I've been sweating a lot. Um, this is my go-to hydration source. Uh, you can see it right here in front of JB. That actually is my favorite flavor there, JB, the orange. I jump around, but That's that orange one. salt is the move, right? And uh, George has been, he's got a little hack, too, that he learned from Andrew Huberman, where I guess you're drinking a cup of Element right when you wake up. Right when I wake up. Just yep. to accelerate the... Hydration of the yeah, day. Yeah, yeah. 1,000 milligrams of sodium, 200 milligrams of potassium, 60 milligrams of magnesium, no sugar, no gluten, no BS in it. Um, and best of all, the, the, with this special offer, if you don't like it, you don't need to send it back. Just pass it on to a friend. They don't care. I think it's pretty awesome. Our listeners get a free element sample pack with any order when you head on over to drinklmnt.com slash the move. Again, that's drinklmnt.com slash the move. Also today brought to you by Wahoo. I, I've, I haven't mentioned it, this thing, but I've, I've also been rocking my Wahoo watch, the rival. This thing's pretty tight, right? On, like on, t- on, the, on the show, like on the video. Looks good like that. Get a little tan, got a white watch. I'm not the only guy on the show with bling. Um, uh, Wahoo's cycling products are trusted by the Pro Peloton. We're seeing it every day. Uh, we see uh, Wahoo's Element Bolt GPS bike computer on the handlebars of more teams than any other brand. That's pretty cool. And, and of course, the mapping feature, I'm just so into this. I, I, I think it's a, a, I just think it's a great feature for um, being able to see the map, especially when you're on these roads. And a lot of the guys in the tour, you know, they know these climbs, they know the descents. But for you folks at home that are maybe traveling and you're going down a descent, just open up that, just scroll through to the page that has the map. You'll see when the switchbacks are coming, the dangerous stuff is coming. I don't know. I'm into it. I think Or I, traveling and finding routes when yeah, you don't know finding where you're going. Routes. That's, that's right. Incredible. Special offer for our listeners. If you head on over to wahoofitness.com slash the move and enter the code the move, you get 20% off all full price products during the tour, which by the way is almost over. Wahoofitness.com slash the move. Enter the code the move. Gets you 20% off. Well, um, a lot of actually a lot of action today. Um, um, Tade Pogachar comes through. I was. Uh, yeah, I was. Uh, uh, he was very excited. Yeah, I mean, he was. His win. Yeah, that, and, and he actually said at the finish line uh, interview that he he feels like he can raise another week. I think he's he got over whatever he was uh, battling with, and uh, you know, back to back to the good form. Hmm. As well, we said, just that one, that one slightly bad day. Not even a horrible day. Just one little bad day. What about, day. Two? What about the time trial? 
Well, that time trial. Well, I mean, it was five percent off. That's a bad day. Yeah, that's, that's a bad that, day. Although bad he, day. Uh, he was a, that was yeah. I mean, that made that made or you know make or break for him. Um, but but good for him to come back, stay tough. Made a big attack on that last climb. Of course, Vingegaard uh, could uh, could stay with him. And then they did again. They did this cat and mouse thing we've been seeing for three weeks. Yeah, which was strange. Which was We're strange. I mean, he's seven and a half minutes ahead. In fact, we said in, in the morning. Um, I said, like, what what kind of rider would try to go for the win when you're seven and a half minutes ahead in the yellow jersey? And then I realized I was sitting next to Lance. So it wasn't a great question to the team. But uh, I know. In hindsight, I regret a lot of that. I regret a lot of things. I really yeah. do. And those are I fucking. But you know, there's no do overs in life. You fuck up. You got to live with it. And and pick up the pieces, and voila, here we are. Here we are. The number one show in cycling, mind you. And let's not, we got a very, very, very special guest coming on later. That's right. Are going to say who it is? Or? Yeah, let's mm-hmm. say we, we say have uh, Mr. Chris Froome. Chris Froome's coming, coming on. Four-time winner of this great race, coming on towards the end of the show, so so stay tuned for that. Don't go anywhere. Um, George has got his, his question. You're, you know, you're friends with everybody. You line these things up. Like, like if I found Chris Froome's phone number and said, hey, will you come on our show? I wouldn't even get a response. <laughs> do, do, <laughs> I don't know about that. I don't know. I, 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 I think so. Also action, unfortunately for Sepp Kuss, and we have a photo. Oh, this, this, but he went down incredibly hard. He's rode such a great race. Oh, that just looks, and if you're not watching the show, this is this. Look, is who's, in the, look who's in the background. I have no idea. It looks like some, Dumoulin. Dumoulin, from, former oh, world it. champion. Ah. <coughs> Good eye. Ex-teammate of his, obviously. He looks, uh, that was a, a hard crash. Knocked him out of the top 10, um, which is it just sucks for him. Also, uh, uh, Carlos Rodriguez went down, although he managed to get back up and get going. I mean, what Another, a beast. That kid's yeah. 20 years old Yep, and fought all the way to the finish line, only finished 40 or 50 seconds behind those guys after dealing with that. I mean, yep. that's, it's amazing. Yeah, that's for a young kid to get back up and, and again, unfortunately lost his podium spot, uh, which was um, which was taken by Adam Yates and brother, the brothers, the Yates brothers, third and fourth. Good for the Yates. Family. Third and fourth at the final in Paris, first yeah. and second on the first stage. I mean, what an incredible race for that family. Yeah, I wonder, you know, for UAE, uh, you know, to win a couple stages, get second and third uh, on the podium. Not you know, it's not what they it's not what they uh, um, went to the tour to do, but I mean, it's a pretty good result. Yeah, and then you got uh, like you said, Simon moves up to fourth today, and I think that the, the I'm actually speaking with Matt Matt White right now. The team's fired up. You know, they got the motivation. They got Dylan Grunewagen, who's been riding really well, uh, climbed the mountains super well, and I think he's got to be a real contender for tomorrow. Hmm. I'm going to try to, wait, gonna try to put money on that, but you're speaking my, to Whitey right now in yeah. the middle. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Just so I always I'll, working. I'll add to that. Like Rodriguez is one of the big stories of the tour. Like we're going to see a lot from this kid. And also I would throw into that mix Felix Gall. Yeah. I think he was a real revelation for this tour moves up into eighth overall. Uh, was one of, you know, the only guy that could stay with, with being a guard and, and, and Pogachar. And he looked great. I mean, he was, he has to be, somebody to, to factor uh, for the future. And, and by the way, came into the race, uh, I think he did win a stage in Tour of Switzerland, but came in in a supporting role for Ben O'Connor and uh, rode a hell of a race, won a stage, top 10 in the overall. According to Johan, it came up yesterday, the, Felix Gall has been a fantastic climber, hmm. as a junior even. So he was on everyone's radar, and then, but wasn't the all-rounder. 
didn't have the bike skills, the time trialing, but he's developing. Yohan didn't have him in his up-and-comers list. Mm, I know that. Well, a lot of these guys, interestingly enough, you know, where they start off as being good climbers and they'll have a hard time on the downhills. And perfect example was Pino. I mean, he was a horrible descender for a long time and actually got coaching from, a, I think, a motorcycle racer or an really? F1 driver. Yeah, they got coaching on how to descend. Mm-hmm. And look at him today. I, th- I feel like he should get the boomstick today. Hometown race. He probably knows those roads like the back of his hand. Away. If you saw that the crowds today were unbelievable. I think more than any other stage in the whole race. Mm-hmm. And we're going to give Pino... Thibaut Pino. Thibaut Pino, amazing was, career. Congratulations. Uh, I know this has got to be super emotional for you. Coming into the Shams, uh, it's going to be a very special feeling. Hopefully you get to ride away. They let you ride in the front because he deserves it. Amazing career is one stage of the Giro. Um, Lombardia, uh, incredible rider, and uh, we're going to miss you. Thibaut, boom strick, boom stick. Uh, and, and, and I agree. I think from... Um you know, your final tour, I mean, I don't know if he's racing after the tour, but you've got two days, let's assume you're not. You've got two days of racing left. It's going through your region. You're a- alone in the front. You're, you're staring down a stage when you've got all of your fans out there. It, that would be... It's like some sort of country memo went out <laughs> to be it was there crazy. for this, like yeah. just for yeah. him. As a fan, I'm just, I was hoping that UAE would not be going for that stage win because he would have probably won. Actually, he wouldn't have won because he got caught by... Uh, those two guys on that last climb, but incredible ride from from him. Yeah. Well, uh, <laughs> let's see what else we have we're, from here we're, today. We're getting down to the end of the tour. This uh, this this gets tiring. I, I will say it's. Uh, I don't know. It's just a lot. It takes a lot of energy. And and after three weeks, of course, you know it's you know, we're in Aspen. A lot of people here for the summer. George has all kinds of friends. It's a daily, it's like a, uh, uh, we had to swap out the doors at the house to put one of them revolving doors with all of George's VIP guests coming in. That shit wears me out. And the bear, the bears, the bears coming in. You guys are going to miss me. Oh, yeah, we are. Well, if you're going to have to recharge because today we kick off with the, the women's preview. Yep. Yeah. Uh, that starts, which to, starts tomorrow. Yeah. So this afternoon, uh, we're going to go ride with the ladies, uh, of course, uh, Allie and, and Mari after this, and then we'll, we'll record the uh, preview show for the women's tour. Uh, so be sure to check that out. And, and I, I, I gotta say, I, I didn't know what to expect, uh, last year on the, on the tour de France fam of Zwift, but I, I thought the racing was excellent and, and, and honestly, many days much more exciting than the men's race. And, and we, and we saw it, we saw how many people were tuning in and, Certainly appreciate that. So, um, yeah, I'll recharge, you know. But I do have a little bit of bad news um, for uh, actually both of you guys because George was uh, – you were over last night too, JB. I don't know if somebody slipped George something. He was tuned up. <laughs> hey, I was excited to actually <laughs> hang out with you for once. I've not been hanging. I've not you been haven't hanging. hung out this whole Tour de France, so I got to I've been living, spend I've been some quality living, time with li- you. Living my best life, and I decided – my mom got in yesterday uh, with, with with Papa Ed, and so I decided to have a couple glasses of wine. Uh, but I don't know what you had. <laughs> uh, but I have bad news based on the way I saw you last night. This is an interesting article I, saw, I see here on Cycling News. Uh, Mark Matteo, of course, who complains about everything, uh, blasts the Jumbo Visma manager for claims that the French riders drank beer on the Tour de France rest day. That's not the bad news. But Richard Plug was saying that, you know, look at these uh, uh, slackers, right? They're having, and I think the quote was, I even saw them drinking big beers. That's the <laughs> difference between them and us. That's, not, that's still not the bad news. And I quote Richard Plug says, alcohol is poison. And when you're already tired, 
it'll even make you more fatigued. But it is poison, just so you all know. <laughs> I that, mean, would you be surprised at all if the French riders were having a drink on a rest I day? wouldn't. I mean, we had a glass of wine every night at our table, uh, especially your last couple of years, a nice bottle of French. I did? Red wine. Yes, you did. No, I did not. It's poison. Excuse me? Johan, can you uh, back me up on that? A thousand percent. Uh, you drank wine, I'd say 80%. I would have won by 20 minutes if I didn't have that one glass of wine. If I wasn't fucking poisoned every night, Duffy, the cook, you know, giving us wine slash poison. Um, but, <laughs> but anyways, based on how you uh, looked last night um, or how, uh, how tuned up you were, how, how, how'd you sleep? <laughs> I slept great. I always sleep great. You do? Yeah. You know, it's it's because you just have, uh, uh, honestly, I've never seen somebody so chill. You have no stress in your life. Oh, my goodness. We're, here we go again, the stress thing. Uh, okay. Obviously, I've made it through these three weeks, but I have a little secret. It's uh, I've been taking a product from the feed called Pillar, uh, and it's really been helping my sleep game. And you think it works? It absolutely works. Wait, so is it that I saw you drinking that pineapple coconut stuff that uh, had magnesium in it? And usually magnesium is uh, doesn't taste that great. The flavor is great. And best part is only a dollar a night. Well, I know you love that. Absolutely. Folks, if y'all don't know George that well, the man pinches pennies. All right. So but but for a buck a night to get some sleep, that's pretty good. So if you want to sleep stress free, just like. Uh, George over here, head on over to thefeed.com slash the move and you get 20% off pillar. Use the code the move. The code should be something like stress, stress free or George's. I like it. Yeah. Uh, and as we said at the top of the show, HVMN is our presenting sponsor this summer. By the way, also the presenting sponsor for uh, the Tour de France Femme of Exwift. Uh, so Ketone IQ, they, they made the first, uh, the world's first drinkable ketone in 2017. Ketone IQ is their latest innovation on ketones with improved effectiveness, taste, and cost. I feel like I need some ketones today. Uh, Ketone IQ delivers clean fuel that can cross the blood-brain barrier, supplying your brain and body sustained energy, mental focus, and sharpness, putting you in flow, lasting for hours. You can save 30% off your first subscription order of Ketone IQ at hvmn.com slash the move. Again, that's hvmn.com slash the move. These HVMN guys, they're trying to get me to go down to this. Uh, yeah, I mean, I know you do all kinds of fancy stuff, but the, these these guys, the HVMN, are asking me to go down to that Jake Paul fight. He he's been. Ooh, when is that? Oh, uh, the one in uh, uh, August fifth. Uh, oh, okay. He he hammers the ketone IQ. I love boxing. HVMN, send me some love. I want to go to that fight. I asked if I could get a. Uh, I knew you wouldn't want to go to the fight, so I said, "Do you think you have an extra seat for uh, George?" I said, "No." <laughs> Can we go back to the, the article about um, Plug blasting yes. the French writers? I guarantee you 95% of the Peloton is having a couple of beers tonight because they're, it's the last stage of the tour. Tomorrow's 115K, albeit fast, you know, stressful final, but it's a fun ride, and I would be shocked if uh, most of the Peloton isn't having a couple of beers and I think burgers. I think tonight's fine. Tonight. I think his point was that it was on a rest day, and you had, of course— yeah, you know, the time trial right after the rest day. Yeah, you know, that mountain day. I mean, it was it was a tough, you know, tough tough days after the rest day. But it's just funny that this is an article and and funny that they had a back and forth. I mean, Matteo actually takes the bait. So what right? did what, what did Matteo? Well, say? he says uh, uh, um, uh, he says the riders weren't even at our dinner table. Other members of the team have had a beer, but the riders were on Perrier water. I mean, this is a thing. Like, who gives wow. a shit? <laughs> really, that's crazy. I mean, it was, I think it really kind of all stemmed from, 
the just Jumbo and Vingegaard and Richard Plug having some questions about the performance, and he then goes into how um, how the team's very transparent. Um, but the beer thing was a was a hook for him. Question about tomorrow: How rare is a breakaway? In I'll save it. I'll save, it. <clears throat> save that because that's a good. That's actually a really good question okay. um, because we can also talk. I do think they let Thibaut Pinot go yeah. up the road as they should. Uh, last one of the day. Today's show brought to you by Roca, who have completely reinvented uh, a new class of eyewear. Um, I had a little. I had a little fun though, and this is just a message for Rob and everybody at, at Roca because this Barbie craze is uh, what. This movie, there's a Barbie movie out, and 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 our friends, uh, Mike Ramos's wife Ashley, rented the entire theater and took all of these women to see Barbie, and they got swag. Look at this. And every, every woman <laughs> left with these glasses. You look like and, you're trying to be Bono, actually. <laughs> I like it. It's like that one concert. Bono was like this. <laughs> Every time I clap my hands, a child in Africa dies. Oh, God. And a guy like two rows back goes, well, stop clapping your fucking hands. Uh, that's a true story. That's funny. I think. It was an old Robin Williams joke. May he rest in peace. But seriously, back to Roca. They are just kicking ass. On the performance side, the casual side, uh, the blue titanium aviators, uh, and on the prescription side, uh, the lenses are uh, truly the best in class. Uh, They're crystal clear, fog resistant, and scratch resistant. And when you're like me and you're out there sweating, they won't slip off your face. I wear them everywhere. I wear them, obviously, to to read, but I also, uh, on the bike and then on the golf course, I always have the aviators on the golf course. Um, and so, uh, top of the line, not just, uh, amazing cyclists rocking them as we'll see a, a lot of the women's teams wear Roca, but also, uh, folks in the special forces and other champion athletes, uh, and hand built in our hometown of Austin, Texas, the move listeners get 20% off. Just go to Roca, R-O-K-A.com. Again, that's Roca, R-O-K-A.com. Enter the code, the move to get you 20% off. The Barbie thing. I don't know. I mean, they said it was pretty good too. How's that a movie? Yeah, I don't know, but it's definitely a a big craze all over the U.S. Yeah, yeah. I read somebody tweeted out the other day. They 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 said whoever is is in charge of marketing this movie is like the most genius. Per- I agree. Like it's they did a fantastic job promoting promoting a movie about a little plastic doll. Well, cool. All right, good check. <laughs> no comment. All right. good, good check, guys. Now let's talk about tomorrow. And I'm, I'm, I'll admit I'm stealing a little bit from outcomes because no one wants to go to the line with Jasper Philipson. Mm-mm. So how do you prevent that, a breakaway? But that's rare yeah. on the last day. Super rare. Not only is just a, one of the easiest stages to control in terms of a sprint finish. Um, so guys like well, Alpacine Phoenix is going to have a really good uh, team to control it, and they'll get help from uh, Jaco Alula and a couple other teams. So, a breakaway is very, very rare. It's a very fun day. Like it's, it's, it's. Everybody knows it's chill. Um, it starts very chill. You got to get sort of the. Did oblivion. you have fun on your last stages when you were winning? I, I had fun because I knew it was almost over. I just wanted to go home. Like I was like, "Fuck, just get this over with, so I can get out of here." But you get, you know, you go through the obligatory photos. You know, Jumbo Visma will take a whole team shot as they're going. Then, you know, Vingegaard will take a shot with a 
plastic cup of champagne and, and there'll be other things like they'll probably take some pictures of the podium all together and then they'll roll into town and it just starts to pick up, pick up just from not guys attacking, but just the anticipation and the excitement. And I will say it, it, it's when you finally get to Paris and you start, of course, on the outskirts and you're getting in the suburbs. And then as soon as you get into town, even before you hit the Champs-Élysées, it's, it's awesome. And you're passing some of the most historical and, and, and epic places in the world. And then you finally hit the Champs-Élysées, of course, the cobbles there. It's a rush. Like, it, it's a cool feeling. Um, and then, uh, they've, you know, and we've talked about this before, but the, the new uh, turnaround in the old days, it, you had that hot dog turn right before the Arc de Triomphe. Which was uh, hard. More, more like which, a hairpin. Which yeah. made it very, uh, very hard. And now they go all the way around the Arc. I think it's a beautiful image. Um, but it's, it's a, it is a cool stage. And no, I don't, you know, to your question earlier, JB, no, no, there will be breakaways. Um, and not that they haven't made it on the Champs-Élysées, but I don't think too, too many sprinters teams uh, with interest. Yeah, and uh, it's it's usually pretty standard the way it sets up. The, the leading team gets to roll into the Shams uh, in front, and usually they'll let a guy like Pino, who's retiring, uh, get away right before uh, he gets like a to parade the lap. Yeah, like a parade lap. He's, he's he hopefully will be able to pass the finish line in front, a couple seconds ahead of the jumbo team, and then it's game on. <clears throat> then it's every, anybody and everybody can attack, which they will. A lot of guys that. Have, a lot of the teams that haven't won stages are going to try to go on the breakaway to get their teams fired up and excited, get some get some attention. Um, so there's going to definitely be a lot of attacks and a lot of aggression, but it'll be a sprint. And there's only one thing that can really uh, uh, ruin the fun on the final day, and that's rain. Yeah, mm. and sixty percent chance Ooh. of rain tomorrow. Ooh, it, it, which just it just for the ambiance it sucks. It, it and certainly sucks for the fans and all the sponsors and everybody there. But rain on the on those cobbles, <laughs> hopefully it dries up. I mean, the, the other thing is they finish really late now, so the stage finish isn't until seven thirty p.m. Central European time. So it's later in the day, maybe and maybe it'll dry up. Johan brought a good good point up too. Uh, Peter Sagan's retiring as well, so would they let mm. them both go? <clears throat> That'd be kind of interesting. Do they like each other? Are they willing to ride, you know, uh, across the finish line together? That's the first time we've mentioned his name, I think, I know. in three weeks. Which, which is, is kind of crazy. Is, that is, you know, for one of the greatest of all time, and certainly one of the biggest personalities of all time, to, to make it three weeks and just now mention his name. Yeah. It's kind of crazy to think about. George did say something funny uh, while we were watching today. I don't know if you caught it, but he's like, when Pino was up the road and all the Pino fans were on, you were like, I'm surprised they don't just block the road after he goes right. by. <laughs> I know. I mean, because they're watching and, and that whole that whole region wanted Pino to win. There was signs everywhere for him. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that would have that made news. <laughs> um, we, we do have a new Joe Natoli. I think you're going to like it, Lance. It's... Uh, Oh this! Oh no! Oh, my goodness! No, no, Joe. <laughs> Clearly, the man is uh, back from vacation. This is holy shit! Uh, wah wah, we do. And for y'all, if y'all are just listening, I mean, this one you just kind of almost have to go to YouTube to see it. Uh, Very nice. I'm wearing the uh, Borat uh, bikini. That is. Uh, that's um, that's uh, you can't unsee this, folks. <laughs> that is Jesus. Cannot. And what? Remind me, did I say something about Borat this whole time? 
Did I say something? Or how did this? What, what, what you prompted did. this? Because um, we're about about your oh, your dream a, of riding for yeah. It was one of my dreams Kazakhstan. to ride for. Actually, I got I, I won't tell the story about our HR in Kazakhstan, but and to make we'll it save even, it for and to for make later. it even worse, I raced for free for that fucking team. Right. So I, this is what I get. I mean, I rode for free. Of course, I was making a bunch of other money on the side, but I rode for free. And this fucking now, Joe Natoli sending over these things again. No, yeah, go ahead, Colton, put it back up. This Clearly, is great. lost oh, your manscaping no. equipment. So I actually, you know what? I want to ask you a question about that. So I'm not sure. Go back. Again. You were making all this money, partying, kind of hey, doing all kinds of. And all of a sudden, you go. You know what? I'm bored. I want to go back to racing. I know. That's such a stupid idea. But hey, were you like, bored? Are you like motivated? I, like I what, said what at the top it? of the show, you you fuck up. And you pick up the pieces and you keep moving forward. I don't. I like it. That's listen, a, good that's a, that's for a all whole of us. other episode. Yeah. About, but there's yeah. Because I actually remember you calling me and uh, I know I, the, I, you're like Rambla. you're like no 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 you can't you cannot you should not do that actually yeah. you did say that I will you never listen to me hey no Ventum trivia question today we're drawing the name tomorrow but just for fun the answer and no one I asked has been even close to how many days Eddie Merckx spent in a yellow nobody's jersey. been close. Everyone guessed about half of the do, actual Do these answer. people not have the internet? Just people I've asked in person. Without, oh. Without, without. Hey, speaking of Ventum, uh, Maiden Voyage on my, that new uh, orange, custom painted orange NS1 today. Nice. FYI. And I was out, and I actually got new bike shoes too. Uh, uh, um, and I was out dicking with my position. And so, uh, and I picked <laughs> a really hard route. And George, the way this bitch was last night, I tell you, tuned up. We're going to have uh, Liz Rick, there document. R- Richard Plug would not approve of the way <laughs> that you acted last night. And then we got on this whole thing about, and we hear it all the time from people like, oh, why don't you guys do the show from France? And JB's just like, no, 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 we're not. not even. <laughs> and it kept going and it kept going. And George is in the background all tuned. He's like, let's go. Let's go. France. I was like. <laughs> yeah, I regret that. I regret that. I think we should do it in Aspen. Keep it, keep it. No regrets. Move forward. Move forward. Right. No regrets. Right. Yeah. Uh, the answer to Days in Yellow, 96. Yeah, it's wow. a lot. It's How many 90s. were you in Yellow? Uh, if you, uh, uh, depends who you ask. <laughs> well, I'm asking you. I mean, but, you know, I know, listen, the majority know the answer, but um, I, I actually don't know the answer. That, that'd be a fun trivia question. Johan, but how many Days in Yellow was he? If you ask Wikipedia, zero. Uh, but if you ask people that actually have a memory, um, uh, which means like 40, 50, <sighs> yawn, <laughs> he's looking it up right now. Yeah, he, we'll, uh, we'll get it's, back. It's a lot. And we got to get our friend on. I would have, I would have been in it more if you guys weren't such uh, wimps and politicians and nice guys. Fuck these guys. Let's go out. Let's get the Jersey. Keep the Jersey. No, they that was, all, that was but, nothing about but, nice. That was being strategic hmm. and letting others do the work for us when we needed one last bit of information uh, before we get to our special guest, Chris Froome, is there's still one slot available for the Mallorca trip. If you are interested in going on trip that. of a lifetime, Mallorca, yeah, one spot left, and then we're doing. Hold up a second, we're doing Strada Bianca at the end of February, early March. Uh, a move camp we're there, doing, riding the beautiful gravel roads of Tuscany, uh, which roads. is amazing. We did it uh, this this April. It was Incredible. It doesn't get much better I'm than that. I'm not sure I can go back to that trip. I, I, I have a little PTSD from um, that, a certain memory there. <laughs> and then we got Flanders uh, as well, uh, starting March 28th for a nice four-day camp. And then we have Paris-Roubaix camp. 
So you can come and ride with me on the cobbles and uh, have some fun that out there fun. in Belgium. Yeah. Travel at wedo.team if you want any information on any of those. Okay. So let's take a quick little break. Uh, well, this is a break for us, not for the listener here, but let's go ahead and get Chris Frim dialed in. How are you, Chris? Thanks for coming on. Yeah. Good. Thanks. How are you guys doing? Great, great. Um, we're we're excited to have you on. What do, what, were, what are your impressions of this Tour de France? Harder than than most, or the same as same as usual? Yeah, I mean, it's it's hard to say. I mean, it does look like it it's been a harder harder tour than most, I'd say. Um, it's it's also interesting just seeing some of the, the data numbers, I guess, that are flying around right. um, more on social media than anything else. Of, of of the of the leaders finger guard and the uh, up in the mountains yeah talk so, talk to us about that I mean what at, at your peak your best numbers how far off or how similar are those to the numbers of Pogachar and Vindigo? I mean it's it's really hard to say because I mean the other day I I, I saw numbers of I think it was seven and a half watts a kilo for <laughs> like 15 14 14 minutes or something yeah which is just, I mean, I, I think for a five-minute power, that that was that yeah. was good for me. Wow. To see that being done for fourteen minutes. But one thing I will say is, I think because um, I, I can remember winning winning stages in the past, and then seeing people who have calculated my my power online or whatever, and it was quite far off. It was like a long way off. It's almost a hundred watts off at some point. Wow. Whoa. So. Seeing, it, it, I don't know. I mean, there's there are lots of people out there calculating stuff. I just don't know how, how accurate mm. all, all all those guys are. So, Chris, you were one of the first riders, and I, I correct me if I'm wrong. Would you stare at your watt meter and and let like guys like Contador get a little gap, knowing that you can reel them in if you stay at these certain numbers? Who who's that? <laughs> Never mind. Sorry, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, no, I, um, I, I think that was quite a big misconception, more just because of my position on the bike, to be honest. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I've got a very arched upper back, and I, so I'm kind of naturally, my, my gaze when I'm relaxed is kind of looking just towards the front of my bike, my, my stem, my power meter. And I think everyone sort of thought, oh, he's just riding off watts. He's really calculated here. He's riding at a certain speed or whatever. But that, that, that's rubbish. I mean, you've got to... And you guys know what it's like. You gotta when when the race is on, you gotta follow the race. You right. can't, can't be riding riding to numbers too yeah. too much. Yeah, for sure. So, speaking of position, Chris, this is a fun question for you. Of course, the the UCI banned uh, the the super tuck a couple of years ago, and of course, you were the one who invented it. Did you have any kind of memorial service or anything after that? <laughs> you know, we we had a lot of fun with that position on the show because <laughs> you could pull it off, but we always tell the listeners like, hey. Don't. Do not try this at home. And of course, people would, and it would end badly. But you had to. Yeah. You had. It might had to be a dark day for you when they when they said can't do it anymore. Yeah, I mean, I was, I was disappointed. Disappointed <laughs> about that. I, I won't lie. Um, I did did enjoy it. Um, but I, I just I just found it a bit ironic because you're not allowed to to do the super tuck. And I've seen much more dangerous positions now that are actually legal. Um, guys like really hunched over the bike in a position where you actually can't control the handlebars anymore. Mm. But in the super tuck, you, you were actually behind the handlebars. You, you had a fair fair amount of control. Um, I mean, to see them banning that and then still allowing guys to piss off the bike, for example, at <laughs> 50 k's an hour, like yeah. surely 
it's just a bit of a, a strange one, if, if you ask me. We have this guy, uh, a, a loyal listener of ours named Joe Natoli. He makes up all these funny like cartoons, like uh, uh, you know, puts together these funny things. We had one today actually, but that, that'd be a good one for Joe Natoli. You know, a picture of you, you know, some sort of campaign like bring back the super tuck. Like we could, we could, <laughs> we could get a little momentum going there. I think. Yeah, you were that, you you made some really big moves on that super yeah. tuck. Was it the descent of the Juplan where you got away that one year? I think. So. It was a descent of the um, Perigord uh, yeah, down into right. Bagne de Luchon. Um, yeah. That, yeah, that I managed to get a, a small gap on the guys and, and hold it away and go into yellow. So, have you been watching the tour every day, or kind of just? That's yeah, a- most most days. I've been. I mean, I've been getting out training. Um, normally, try and get back for the last hour hour at least, and yeah. uh, to have it on in the background in the house. So it's it's been it's been cool watching it. Yeah. Um, obviously, I was pretty disappointed not to be there myself. Um, that that was a pretty big uh, pretty big hit for me. I mean, I've been getting getting ready for it. I felt as if I was I was, uh, I was good to go. I was definitely on the upwards trajectory in terms of coming into the race in a place that I could I could build into the race and, yeah. and get stronger. Hopefully, as the race went on. But um, but yeah, I mean that's that's professional sport. You guys know what it's like. That's uh, right. the team yeah. decided to go a different direction in terms of. The riders they chose, and I think they chose quite a few guys. Excuse me, sorry, no, special there. guest <laughs> back there. We are one of the children, one of the kids, <laughs> one of my kids. Yeah, first thing you know me. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I think in looking at the team, I think they chose a lot of a few a few of the guys in the team were maybe really showing good form through May June, and um, I think that definitely took a few of the the tour spots. But I think some of those guys have really struggled to hang on to that form. Come into July, um, but that's uh, yeah, that's how it goes. That's right. Yeah, and and Chris, you don't have to answer this, but of course everybody will want to know how, how much longer do you want to do this? I mean, even even though uh, I mean, yeah, I think a lot of people can't understand. Oh, you've you've won you've won the tour a bunch of times, the the Vuelta, the the Giro. Like, what? Surely, like, what 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 are you still doing? Kind of thing. Mm. And I, I, my only answer is I, I genuinely enjoy bike racing. And if yeah. that's, I mean, okay, of course I enjoyed it more when I was up front winning. Um, <laughs> you, you definitely get more pleasure and satisfaction out of it. But the whole, the whole lifestyle, the lifestyle, the sacrifice, the training, the being part of a team, you're a bunch of guys on the road. It, it almost takes me back to, I guess, being in a boarding house at school in my school days where you kind of just feel as if you're a bunch of guys all trying to, trying to, achieve the same goal um i i genuinely enjoy it and i think while i'm still while i've still got that pleasure and that passion i'm, I'm going to keep doing it so i'd say at, at least I'm, I'm still contracted for another two years so definitely <laughs> definitely plan on, on seeing that out so chris last question you started winning the tour you won four tour de france's you were part of the the sky train uh the first team to really take everything to the next level in terms of nutrition training coaching equipment equipment uh now like fast forward to, to where we are now you have time, teams like jumbo and um uae what do you what are your how has it changed for you as a, as a, as the riders won the tour de france has your training changed has the way you log your training the way you eat uh what are the differences you've seen um in that the fueling span? fueling the fueling that's a big one 
What yeah, the- f- fuelings, fuelings definitely changed. I mean, it was it was always something that I mean, yeah, we would try and like gauge fueling and and everything else, of course. Um, it, even even when I was winning, but now it's sort of getting to the nth degree where you really literally are just measuring measuring everything. You're trying to get on on the big days over 100 grams of carbs an hour, which is is just massive. And I mean, it's you can't. Massive. You've almost got to start doing days of training where you do that in training before the race as well you have to train your your stomach to absorb that right Right. exactly exactly so that was that wasn't really a thing i guess when um when when the whole sky train was going was training training your stomach in in training i think we were actually doing the opposite we were starving ourselves (laughs) in training yeah um so i mean it's there are definitely quite a few changes um in the sport at the moment and it, it seems to be getting seems to be getting more explosive um numbers seem to be higher but for certain periods of time i wouldn't say it's necessarily harder all day but it's it's becoming a lot more specific yeah. than than previously hmm. i mean speaking of things for for folks to not try at home it would be 100 grams of carbohydrates per hour if you haven't if you've never even thought about it it may not sound like much but it is that's crazy. Yeah. I mean, if you folks go out just on a 3 or 4 hour ride try it and and your stomach it's, it there really is some adaptation there for to 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 get used to that it's but yeah yeah no definitely i mean when you when you start doing that normally the first first few times you do it you probably get to hour three hour four and your stomach just feels like it's doing knickknacks it's like completely uh cramping up and and you just almost struggle to get anything down you feel acid acidity you start regurgitating some of your food it is horrible oh yeah all right well on that note <laughs> Chris, thank you so much for uh, for hopping on with us, uh, and, and thank you so much to uh, Gareth for hooking this up. Yeah, our mutual sure. friend. We appreciate it, Chris. Yeah, thank you so much, and good luck yeah, the rest yeah. of the. What do you got the rest of the year? Um, unfortunately, we're we're not doing the Vuelta, so I don't have another Grand Tour to to focus in on. But um, I've got some smaller races. But to be honest, I'm I'm more focused now on trying to think about next year already and what uh, what kind of small changes I can make. I've, I've figured out to. Um, a few things that I, I kind of need to go go back to the basics. Sort out uh, my position on the bike has been a bit of a bit of an issue in the in the in the last few months. So going to go back and see another position specialist and been getting a lot of um, sort of back pain and stuff like that. Um, but basically, just trying to trying to replicate um, get get closer to to how I was back in back in the sky days when 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 things were working for me. Good, great. Good. Okay, well, we wish you the best of luck, Chris and. Hopefully we get we get to go for a bike ride soon. I look forward to that. You nice better you, you better start training because this man trains a lot. Just keep <laughs> yeah, training. Right. Get the and you better fix the position because I'm telling you, this man he trains more now than he did when he was paid to train. Yeah, but, I don't know about that. <laughs> Chris, thanks for coming on. Thanks, nice. Chris. Yep. See you, bye. All right, See you guys. Soon. Take Bye-bye. care. All right. Awesome. Well, and, and okay, yeah, that was awesome. What what, what a uh, class guy. You know, I, yeah, I, that's the most. I'm, I don't think I've ever even. Talk to Chris Froome. Yeah, he's a, he's uh, we, a great guy. Those comeback years that you were uh, criticizing me for, he we did cross over a little bit. We didn't, you know, didn't chat. Yeah. That was the most I've ever interacted. Yeah, he's what, a really, what a sweet really guy. guy, class guy. Good for him. Good luck. All right, thanks for tuning in, everybody. Uh, one more day, of course. Uh, of course, one tomorrow day. Double, double day, double day tomorrow for some of us. And um, we're giving away an NS one. Then we're and, and I'm picking the winner uh, out of the thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. All right, thanks for tuning in, y'all.